Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Call is now being recorded. We've got Dr. Jerry Newcomb joining us today here on our big broadcast. Coast to coast, border to border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty. Stitcher on the brand new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the app store, JiggyJaguar.us. And, um, Doctor, how are you this morning? Oh, doing great. Thank you very much. Good to be with you. Now, um, let's talk a little bit about the latest here. You have um, a lot of good things going on. Tell us a little bit about the latest, my friend. Well, I am um, uh, always producing a weekly column uh, for my employer, D. James Kennedy Ministries, and by the grace of God, it goes out with uh, through WorldNet Daily and Newsmax.com and Town Hall and Christian Post. And I'm, I'm always trying to uh, approach today's issues from a Christian perspective. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. He joins us live now. Um, tell us about the latest here, about some of your um, some of your new findings and everything. Well, I've uh, written recently on the subject of of hate because hate is such a big subject. You know, even the cover of Time Magazine, for example, talked about hate in America in the wake of the Charlottesville incident. And one of my main points is that, um, unfortunately, some of those who are defining what hate is in America, they are lumping in born-again Christian groups as if they're supposed haters because they disagree with same-sex marriage. And that's just wrong. That's, that's you know, that's bad. And, uh, you know, when it comes to real hate and real racism and so forth, that is evil, and that's wrong. That's uh, anti-biblical. But uh, we see an organization with the Southern Poverty Law Center where they have this hate map and many of the organizations listed therein are legitimate hate groups, if you will, but they also lump in their genuine Christian ministries who are doing the Lord's work and who are not hateful at all. But they don't agree with the Southern Poverty Law Center on, say, same-sex marriage, so the Southern Poverty Law Center calls them hateful. But that's absurd. It's like, you know, I don't agree with your politics, so you're a hater. And in, in today's milieu, that can get you shut down. Now, um, Doctor, um, give us give us a little bit more thoughts on this. Sure. Well, I work for D. James Kennedy Ministries. And D. James Kennedy Ministries has unfortunately been put on the hate map of the Southern Poverty Law Center. Well, we at the ministry produced a a documentary recently called Prophets of Hate. And the S in Prophets, by the way, Prophets is spelled P-R-O-F-I-T, and then the S is the dollar sign, Prophets of Hate, the Southern Poverty Law Center. And so, for example, we talk about how 
in 2012, because of the Southern Poverty Law Center's hate map, the uh, Family Research Council was attacked by a man who has since been convicted as a domestic terrorist. He went in with a gun and a 100 rounds of ammunition, and his goal was to kill all these different Christian people working at the Family Research Council in Washington, D.C. They still have bullet holes in the lobby of that building. We videotaped those, by the way, uh, as making um, when we were making our program on this subject. And he uh, was stopped by the providence of God by a quick-witted, thinking uh, security guard who was the building manager who who rushed him. He risked his own life, rushed the man, then and the building manager got shot in the arm. And by the way, he's had to have multiple surgeries since then. But he subdued the attacker and. Then the the police came, and again, this man was convicted as a domestic terrorist, but he got the information of the Family Research Council from the Southern Poverty Law Center. And so in our special, Prophets of Hate, we, we open with that, and then we close the whole program with an update on that story because it's so important. So we live at a time where, you know, look, you want to disagree with our politics, that's fine. You know, let's agree to disagree. But don't call somebody a hater because you just happen to disagree with their politics. That's just, you know, wrong. That's libelous. Now, um, what, what is what, what is some of the uh, some of the things we can do on this? Well, I think the first thing is to is to be informed and to be organized and, and to understand. Uh, I I am foursquare against hate in terms of, you know, prejudice or racism or any of that stuff. And God is. You know, uh, the Bible says that from one man, God made all the people of the world. So ultimately, we're all um, creatures of God, and, uh, you know, racism and prejudice is wrong. And does America have a racist past? Sure. There's no question about that. And we saw some of the ugliest sides of that in that recent stuff uh, in Charlottesville, and it was terrible, and it got totally out of hand. And and um, the irony is, is that the the racist groups there, you know, the uh, uh, unite the right, so called. Uh, by the way, I don't buy that premise because I think a Nazi is not a right per- right wing person. I think a Nazi is a left wing person, frankly. Because, the reason why is because, you know, Nazi means, it comes from the word National Socialist German Workers Party. So it's a a contraction of National Socialist, Nazi. And so anyway, uh, they did not believe in freedom. They believed in tyranny. They did not believe in, uh, in, you know, freedom for all. See, as a Christian... What's really important is, is is Christian liberty so that the gospel can be proclaimed. And frankly, James, wherever you look in the world where there is freedom, there has been the gospel paving the way first. But then as Christianity wanes in, in, in influence in a culture, or let's say the culture gets taken over by Islam or something like that, then you lose that freedom. And by the way, the Religious freedom is the linchpin to all other religious uh, to all all other freedoms. If you lose religious freedom, you lose free speech. 
If you lose religious freedom, you lose the right to assembly. You, if you lose religious freedom, you lose these other freedoms. And uh, freedom of conscience is so important. And America, quite honestly, is all about, at least in its beginnings, was about freedom of conscience. And the founding fathers of America cared so much about our freedom of conscience. And I write about these things in my books, including my newest book, which is called The Unstoppable Jesus Christ. Now, um, this book has been getting a lot of great reviews. Tell us a little bit more about it. Sure. The Unstoppable Jesus Christ is a compendium of more than a hundred columns that I've put together. Most of these are centered around Jesus, the Bible, uh, Christian bashing, uh, people attacking Jesus, Christmas, Christian history, the seven deadly sins, which is an old and ancient category of, of sins, but they're kind of root sins. They, ri- they lie at the root of so many other sins. And they are pride, greed, envy, anger, lust, gluttony, and sloth. And I also have chapters, uh, all kinds of um, essays in there about Islam, because Islam is the biggest attacker against Christianity. It's, a, it's the biggest opponent in the world. And, um, and I also talk about science in there, because science is a gift of Christianity to the world. Most people don't realize that. In fact, a lot of people think, well, no, 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 science came about because of, of secular man's thinking. No. As a matter of fact, as D. James Kennedy once pointed out, science, which grew in a Christian milieu, could only have grown in a Christian milieu because you, you couldn't have, for example, science growing in today's milieu because today's milieu is irrational. Uh, it's uh, existential and so forth, feelings-based. But science has to have a lawgiver. And we recognize God is that lawgiver. The law of gravity applies all over the world because we have a lawgiver in this in this universe. And uh, the irrational man, and today's modern thinking, by, and I'm talking about Americans and, and people from England and so forth, in, in the Western world, today's modern thinking, which is post-Christian, it's irrational at base, at root, and, and yet for, you know, for a person to develop the laws of science and to understand the laws of science, you, under, you have to accept the idea, the law that, that exists. So, for example, water will boil at 100 degrees Celsius today, and water will boil at 100 degrees Celsius tomorrow. You know, the Creator, you see, has has fixed into nature the laws of nature. And in fact, the early scientists believed they were thinking God's thoughts after Him. So I have all kinds of essays in this book, The Unstoppable Jesus Christ, about science and how important science is and how Christianity is really the ultimate uh, uh, reason we have science and the development of science in the modern world. Again, you wouldn't know that today, but uh, there's all kinds of contributions that Christianity have made and continue to make. We've got Dr. Jerry Newcomb with us today. He joins us live here on iHeartRadio, AMFM247.com. Now, where can we pick the book up at? Uh, you can get it at jerrynewcomb.com, N-E-W-C-O-M-B-E, jerrynewcomb.com, and it's a Creator's Press book. So Creator Syndicate, the newspaper syndicate, 
is the uh, ultimate publisher for this. And it's uh, thankfully it's been recommended and uh, with endorsements by all kinds of great people, including Bill Federer and David Limbaugh and uh, uh, Dr. Kennedy's daughter, who is uh, Jennifer Kennedy Cassidy. It's also been endorsed by Matt Staver and Matt Barber and others as well, and I'm very grateful for it all. Now, um, this book has been getting a lot of great reviews. Um, tell us a little bit about the writing process for the book. Well, the the um, basically what I did was I went through the different columns. As I say, I produce a column once a week for the ministry, and then it goes out of WorldNet Daily, etc. And um, these columns are, you know, I compended, I put together more than a hundred of them, so I'm very excited about that. So, so David Limbaugh says, for example, in his important new book, The Unstoppable Jesus Christ, Dr. Jerry Newcomb urges us to re-embrace our Christian values and fight back against forces seeking to repress our Christian liberties, which are increasingly in jeopardy. So, James, if I could give you an example of the content of of the uh, the column that actually caused the title of the book. The original title of the book was The Unstoppable Jesus Christ. But then I thought, most people aren't going to understand what that means. But here's what it boils down to. My first column in the book is The Unstoppable Jesus Christ. S-T-O-M-P. But here's what happened. There was a college where the professor said, okay, class, write the name Jesus on a sheet of paper, put it on the, the floor, and then stomp on Jesus. And so the class did this, but one student who was a Mormon uh, refused to do that and then even told the world about it after the class. And the teacher was <coughs> slightly reprimanded, but not really, you know, for this boneheaded assignment. But but it got me to thinking, and I wrote a column about it, and I thought, you know, first of all, could you imagine if a professor were to say, okay, class, write the name Allah, or write the name Muhammad, and, and uh, you know, put it on a sheet of, on the floor, and go ahead and stomp on it. And no, no professor should do that, by the way. It's just stupid. Nor should he have done that with Jesus. I mean, come on. What... What are they teaching in college these days? It makes you wonder. But anyway, um, so I decided to write about that incident, and it made me realize, you know, hey, look, uh, when it's all said and done, Jesus Christ and his kingdom is marching and advancing in this world, and no force in the whole world, including forces from hell, can stop his his uh, his kingdom as it advances. And so I used all kinds of different examples. For example, and this one is very interesting in light of the recent history about the, you know, the Charlottesville incident and the, the Confederate statues and so forth. I mentioned, look at how the Old South and, and the, you know, all those plantations are gone with the wind, right? So to speak. And yet, there's something from those old days where they had the evil practice of slavery that's still with us today in a positive way. What? What's that? Well, a lot of those slaves ended up becoming born-again Christians, and they wrote songs to praise their Savior while they were in slavery. 
They originally called those Negro spirituals. Today they're called American spirituals. But they were born in the Deep South in this evil time. So while the plantation plantations are gone with the wind, songs that praise Jesus Christ, like, were you there when they crucified my Lord? That's still being out there and still being sung. It's sung in churches. It's even sung sometimes in concert halls because the kingdom of Jesus Christ advances and goes forth into all the world. Here's another example I use in that very column. I said that uh, William F. Buckley Jr., one of the smartest men in our country until he died about eight years ago or so. Anyway, he... Uh, once said, as he introduced a debate between a skeptic and a Christian on the subject of Jesus and the Gospels, and is Jesus reliable, and so forth, reliable history, is he the Son of God, is he God the Son, is he, are the Gospels reliable, and anyway, and here's what, what uh, William F. Buckley Jr. said in, the, in that debate, he said, if during the course of this debate you see the skeptic disappear, in a puff of smoke, then recognize that Jesus, up in heaven, has just cleared his throat. Wow. That is right. Buckley was exactly right about that. I, I gave another example in that, in, that, um, in that column. I talked about how in the ancient Rome, there were ten waves of serious persecution by the Roman Empire, the strongest state history had ever known, according to the great historian Will Durant, the strongest state history has ever known, they threw everything they could against the Christian church to squelch that movement, to kill off the Christians. And they did. They killed a lot of Christians off, but they didn't kill off the movement. And eventually, there was a professing Christian who sat on the throne as Caesar, and that was Constantine. And in the arena, that is in the Colosseum, where they had all those Christians who were killed for the delight of the Romans, they were killed by lions, they were sometimes put into canvas bags, and then sewn, uh, those bags were sewn shut, and inside those bags were not only a Christian, but also snakes, poisonous snakes. And the, the people in the audience would watch and they would cheer on as they would see these poor Christians writhing to death until they were finally killed by the poisonous snakes in the bag. Anyway, bottom line is, Christianity prevailed in the Roman Empire, which pulled out all the stops to try and uh, destroy Christianity. As, C as Will Durant put it, Caesar and Christ had met in the arena, and Christ had won. Jesus Christ is indeed unstoppable. In fact, one man who was very acquainted, well acquainted with power, political power, Napoleon, near the end of his life, you know, after he was uh, in exile and he was, you know, no longer in power, and he actually did some writing about uh, Christianity and about Jesus, and he noted that uh, it's amazing to think about the fact that in all of history, Jesus Christ prevailed. He said, I search in vain in history to find the similar to Jesus Christ or anything which can approach the gospel. Nations pass away, thrones crumble, but the church remains. Wow! What a, a testimony 
to the unstoppable Jesus Christ from one of history's, uh, you know, incredible military leaders, Napoleon. Well, I appreciate you making time for us today, Doctor. Thanks for coming on the broadcast. Thank you so much for having me, James. God bless you, sir. Definitely. We'll talk soon. Thank you, Doctor. Thank you now. Okay, great. Bye-bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.